1: What is up guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? I missed you guys last week. I hope everybody had a beautiful Thanksgiving week, weekend. I was home in Costa Rica for Thanksgiving and for my mom's birthday. Thanksgiving isn't really a thing in Costa Rica whatsoever, but my dad was American. I mean, yes, he was American. He was born in Mexico, but he grew up in the States. So he was American so we grew up celebrating thanksgiving and now it's just like a thing you know maria loves it she loves it so much and it makes her so happy maria is my mom for anybody who is new here and if you're new here hello i'm so happy to have you my mom is my favorite human on the face of this earth and her birthday is always a day after thanksgiving sometimes it's depending on on the year it's the day of thanksgiving it's the 25th of november so we always do like thanksgiving slash the queen's birthday you know what i mean anyway you didn't ask for my e true hollywood story so let's just get into this episode i am so excited about this episode i love amelia so much she's been on the podcast before but i feel like it was i don't i think it was like two years ago i will link it in the show notes but i just i just love her i love her energy i love everything she's about she's so she's somebody that i feel like if we lived in the same city we would be best friends you know what i mean like that's just just like my kind of vibe and because i know you guys i know my girls okay i know my bitches i know you guys are gonna love this episode this is just like girl talk at its fucking finest okay so Let's get into this episode, short and sweet intro today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be back. My week felt so weird last week, like not having an episode out, so I am so happy to be back. And let's get into this episode. Everything will be linked so you guys can follow Amelia and check out her new app and her platform and follow Mills Method. She will tell us all about that. This is such a beautiful episode for anybody who wants to feel inspired and who wants to feel good and i think it's the perfect episode for a new year that's coming up and we're also going to talk about that because i don't like this pressure that we all feel maybe okay i'm not going to speak for all of us i'm going to speak for myself i always feel this pressure when it's a new year i feel like i have to like change everything about myself and improve everything my self optimization mode feels like it has to you know go on steroids and I just want to take a little bit of that pressure off of myself and off of anybody who might also feel that. We get into that as well. We get into dating. We get into all the good shit in here. So I hope you guys enjoy. Tag me when you listen and I will see you next week. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Almost two years, I feel like, since we last recorded, right? I know it's so crazy.
0: I think I like just launched my website or something for my pilates. Yeah, it's been a long time. Thank you for it's having been a me long back. Time. I'm so excited.
1: I'm so excited. We're gonna get into all things self care, Mills Method, dating. I'm so excited for this. Okay, so catch me up a little bit. Where, what's been happening? Tell me what's been happening with Mills Method, what's been happening this year, how are we feeling?
0: This year has been great. I feel like uh, this past year, it was a lot. I definitely burned out this summer, and I've kind of just been chilling at home, focusing on my business, launched my app, and I can do all of that from my apartment, which is really nice. Um I guess like this time last year, I was like, I'm going to say yes to every work opportunity, every event. I'm going to try to do a long distance relationship. I was like, I'm just going to say yes, do it all and go full send, which was great uh, for my business, but it definitely was hard and (laughs) ended up burning out. I haven't even traveled since a work trip uh, to Mexico over the summer. And I was like, I just need to take a second, chill, chill focus on me and my business. And yeah, really excited to get the app up and running. And that's probably been like my main focus as of late.
1: I want to talk about the app because I'm so excited about it. Tell us like what that process has been like. I can't even imagine what must go into launching an app. And for anybody who maybe hasn't heard our first episode can you just tell us a bit about where M- mills method came from like where the idea came from and just a little bit more about it
0: absolutely so right before covid hit a few years ago um i was working a 9 to 5 at a marketing agency i was in a relationship that was not serving me at all uh just very unhappy in all aspects of my life but I was teaching group fitness on the side and I was like I love this this is the highlight of my day my week everything I was feeling so burnout out on like high intensity classes too so I was teaching group fitness but also adding in some of my pilates in there too that I was doing at home just because I was so exhausted mentally and physically I couldn't get to the gym 15 minutes was all I had in me to do and that's when I discovered pilates and I was like this is amazing especially for me mentally um at that point I had gained a lot of weight after college I was up to I think almost like 170 which is almost like 40 pounds heavier than I am now and binge eating binge drinking just not happy and so um, I had this idea I was like I want to start an online virtual fitness business and I want to teach classes online and everyone was kind of like what because before COVID virtual fitness was kind of a thing with obey and some other platforms but people just didn't really understand they wanted to get into the gym they wanted to take a class but I was like no no like this is going to be convenient, easy, affordable, and especially for girls that are traveling or if you were at the point where I was at and you just don't want to be in public and you don't know where to start or how to start. And I was like, I want to launch this platform. So a few months before COVID, I quit my job, launched my website, and then COVID hit. And that's when things really picked up. I started teaching live. I remember those. And I loved them. yeah. You were like such an amazing supporter in all of that. And while I was launching my business, I was also going through a breakup too. And my boyfriend at that time was moving out in the midst of quarantine, which sucked. So I really just put my all into my business. And now my app has a quick little Matt Pilates workouts, a little bit of light strength, HIIT workouts, all of the workouts that I've been doing over the past four years that have gotten me where I am today mentally and physically so I love sharing it. it's so much fun
1: I remember when I started I don't remember exactly when I started to follow you but I remember vividly that you were teaching um, classes you were teaching I think you did like boxing and I would always tell you like oh dude if I lived in your city like I would love to go to a class that you teach and I want to talk about this for a second about how because I can totally relate to this where My mindset with working out is so different now. It's still something I struggle with. And for anybody who listens to the podcast, you probably like have heard me talk about this, the subject of my life. Um, But how I used to think that the only workout that mattered and that counted air quotes was the workout where was a workout where I was basically at the end of the class passed out on the floor because of how, yeah, just lay your soul out. Yeah. Like it had to be a 60 minute boot camp every single day, putting so much pressure on my body, no rest days, like no days off. That was my mentality. Obviously I do not think this way anymore, but in my Mm -hmm. head, you know, when I would look at Pilates or slow moving, intentional workouts like that, even walking, things like that, I didn't, think that even like counted for me. I was like, nope, like I got to be drenched in sweat. I have to be the toughest one in the class. I have to be killing my body basically in order for that to be counted as like a workout. Right. And so obviously like, I was in a very unhealthy situation with food and exercise and over-exercising and just quite frankly, not letting my body rest, but also just the mindset that I had about it was so skewed because sometimes I didn't even want to do that. And I felt like, dude, I I want to just do something like slower. I would love to try yoga. I would love to do do this. It's
0: hard to trust that process though, especially a few years ago, I was in that same place before I found Pilates and I thought you know, if you're not reaching a certain amount of calories, or I don't feel dead at the end of this workout, or if I'm not super, super sore, I'm not going to see results, which I wasn't really seeing results when I was doing those things anyways, but it was hard because there were so many trainers saying you have to lift all these weights and walking isn't going to do anything. And these low impact workouts won't mean anything. And that was just not the case as I kind of went out on my own and discovered what my body needed and kind of trusting that process of like, it's okay to chill out and not every day you have to be going so hard. It's not good for your hormones or your body to be pushing yourself. Rest days are so much of a priority for me now. Like I take at least two a week.
1: Yeah. but I also feel like the conversation has really shifted online. Right. I think before when I got super ingrained into diet culture, that was what was being talked about was more is more and no days off and all these things, which, you know, I'm not saying what's right or wrong. Everybody's different. But personally, I feel so much happier now where I look at working out as something I get to do like I'm so lucky. I feel so lucky that my body is able to go and do these workouts that I enjoy. I totally burnt out out of all those boot camps and all the spin classes. I would do two spin classes in a row some days because I was just like, why not? You know, uh, like,
0: and that's not unusual. A lot of a lot of people were doing that
1: at one point. It, but it's, when I think about it now, I'm like, dude, my poor body. And like you said, my my body stopped changing after a certain point because I never let it rest. I was underfeeding it and pushing it to the max, like my cortisol levels constantly were probably like
0: that fight or flight. Yeah,
1: exactly. Every single day. And so now I I look, I'm, I still struggle with this because I struggle more so with feeling guilty if I don't make a workout. Like if I had mm-hmm. that planned and I don't go, I'm like, oh, you know, I still feel a little bit of like the guilt, which I I'm always like trying to work on just leading with more compassion, but I'm so much happier in how I view my workouts where it's like, I have taken the pressure off of doing what I think is going to be, what I think is right, what I think, you know, is going to make me burn the most calories or whatever. I more so now just think like, how do you feel? How do you actually feel doing this kind of workout? How do you actually feel doing that kind of workout? And that's what I'm trying to do more of now and and look at it as I'm so excited. I get to go move my body. I'm going to feel so good. I'm, I fucking love the endorphins after, I love to sweat. I love to listen to music. Like I enjoy the process of it genuinely. And it's so nice to be in this space. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really happy that we have really shifted the conversation and there's so much more priority in actually tuning into your body a little bit more and just listening to what you actually enjoy doing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And working out from more of like a positive place. Like I feel like back when I was overworking my body, it was like, you look like shit, you have to get to the gym. Or exactly. I, I know same, those same. conversations can be kind of triggering. I hate to even say that. But that's the type yeah. mentality I was in. I was like, you're this size of jeans, like, you need to go to the gym, bikini body season, like you need to be this, you look the certain way, be the certain way. And so it was almost like I was working out out of hatred for myself and hatred for my body, which, like, that's so sad. I don't ever want to get to that place again. And so that's why I also love the low impact moon because I'm able to breathe, take it slow, tap into you know my thoughts. Like, what am I thinking while I'm working out? I want to hype myself up. I want to tell myself that I'm strong. I want to leave my mat and my workout feeling like a million bucks, feeling good about myself and not anything body image related. Like, I don't want to leave feeling you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm so skinny. I wanna leave feeling empowered and confident and more than just the way my body looks.
1: I love the way that you lead your classes and just how it's so uplifting. And I think you're so careful in the message you're sending because when I started recovering from my eating disorder, I started to pick up on so many things that I'm like, that's people shouldn't be saying these things. But I, to me, it was so normal because it was all I knew. And so, when I, I used to go to the spin studio and during Thanksgiving, I'll never forget, literally to this day, it still traumatizes me. It was burn off the turkey ride. Like that's like the name of the ride. The, you know how they would do like theme rides or whatever, yeah. like earn your turkey and then burn it off. Basically like the day before I the day before Thanksgiving so and then the day much. after. And to somebody maybe who doesn't struggle with this, it doesn't matter. That won't matter to them. But even just the, the verbiage that we're using is so impactful. Like why we don't, you don't have to the one of the biggest things i had to understand in therapy mm-hmm. was i don't have to earn a meal like i am allowed to eat because it is first of all a privilege that i get to enjoy food and have food and an abundance of food in my life But also, it's my right to, like, nourish my body, right?
0: Absolutely. You should never feel guilty about what you're eating. Actually, for my monthly calendars, I usually, around the holidays, schedule shorter workouts because I think you should be with your family and friends. I love that. Enjoy that time. Enjoy that food. Food is meant to bring people together. And I used to just get so much anxiety around eating out with my friends or eating a big dinner. Like I remember if I would go home and see my family and we were going out to like this nice restaurant on a Friday night, I would be like counting my calories all week and stressing all day. And no, you should be able to go out to eat and really enjoy your time with people and connect with people, especially like I love cooking dinner at home for my friends and having everyone over. I love feeding people. And I also feel like those are the best, dinner table conversations and when you really get to know people is when like you invite them to your home you share a meal you experience new types of food and stuff like that so I'm very very into that
1: like the intention that you lead with is so positive and it's so I think it just really makes people feel safe and makes people feel like they're in a safe space when they're taking your class you know like you I think you're so aware of how you want to make people feel which is I want you to feel like you're enjoying yourself. Like you're having a good time. You're thinking about your body and how strong you are. And that's it. Like there's none of this, like, you know, I, I would, I remember in my spin classes, even like on Saturday morning, like they would say, like when we would wrap up the class it he'd be like, and now you get to go, you know, now you get to go eat brunch. Now you earned your brunch. And it's like, Why the fuck are you talking like that? Like it's so, food is such a beautiful thing. We've, diet culture has made food the enemy when it's not. We've made it the enemy with the labels we attach to it and all these fucking concepts that we attach to it when in reality it's, I don't, I'm not one of those like food is fuel people. I love eating just because I love food of course it fuels us, but I also love to eat. Like I love food. And like you said, it's a, it's a ceremonial thing as well. It brings people together. Food
0: is meant to be enjoyed and shared. And like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I used to have so much shame around certain types of food, like me too Oreos or like this. And now I'm like, whatever, you know, if I really want an Oreo, I'll eat an Oreo. I don't really give a shit.
1: (laughs) Because we do things like junk food. Mm-hmm. Air quotes, junk food, cheat meal, cheat day. I'm going to be bad and I'm going to have an ice cream. I'm going to be bad and have a burger. It's like we have to stop speaking this way. Like I I don't want my kids to grow up feeling scared about food. I want them to be able to eat whatever they want. I think it's more just like teaching people instead of teaching people like this is bad and this is good. This is a little more nutritious than this. Period. That's it. Like that's really what what yeah. it comes down to. So even just changing those, the words that we use. And sometimes I'm at fault. Like sometimes I'll tell my friend like, Oh fuck, I had McDonald's last night. And, but it's like, why am I saying it like that? Like I should be like, I had McDonald's last night. It was so fucking good. Like, why do I have to even,
0: you know, and it's hard. It's, I mean, we are, you know, a cultivation of our thoughts. And so that's another thing I put behind my workouts because when I started this method, I was in such a negative headspace and I was just surrounded by so much negativity. I was having a lot of problems with my family, problems at home in my relationship. Work was very draining for me. And it was like I was constantly surrounded by all this negativity. I didn't even know how to have positive thoughts about myself or anything. I just felt like I was in this dark hole. And with doing Pilates and changing the way that I spoke to myself just completely changed everything and it allowed me to have the confidence to quit my job and start a business and essentially changed almost every aspect of my life yeah
1: what made you if somebody's listening and they're like I feel like that I feel like I'm surrounded by negativity unfortunately like maybe they're not in a relationship that is truly fulfilling or they're not in a relationship at all and they want to be in one or maybe they don't like their job or they're having issues like let's say they're in a situation or a season of life that is unfortunately covered with a little more negativity what are some things that helped you aside from pilates of course but like that's a big change to make where it's like because i've been through that as well and for me like therapy changed my life i wouldn't have had the tools or the yeah I didn't even, I needed somebody to observe how damaging I was being to myself and actually say it to me because I couldn't see mm-hmm. how damaging I was being to myself. I didn't think what I was doing was wrong, you know? So yeah, if somebody's listening and they they feel like that, like, what would you say started to help you kind of get out of it?
0: I think it can be overwhelming and it was great to be in therapy and kind of take it step by step. And, I was seeing a different therapist then than I am now. Um, I ended up like breaking up with her and I actually see a male therapist now, which I love so much, especially now that I am like dating more, like he really gives it to you straight and I enjoy a male perspective. Wait, I love that. Yeah. I love that. He like, they don't hold back, which I love. Like, I feel like with my former female therapist, it was always just so much like, Oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And like I don't need that. Like I need a right. man's like tough love and being like, girl, like we're we're not doing this anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's back then, I mean, I felt like I was just so lost and like numb almost. And all of the energy was just drained out of me. Like there was no life left in me. And I was just kind of in that place of like, okay, like what do I do? I, I keep thinking of this life that I want in my head. Like how do I get there? And I think it started by talking to myself and gaining that confidence within and knowing that change is really scary. And I mean, I've ended friendships since then that weren't serving me. I mean, friendships that were almost like a decade long and uh, like they really weren't nice or uplifting in my life. And I had to get rid of them. I had to break up with my boyfriend of four years. I had to quit a job that I was very uncomfortable in. So you really got to build your confidence and know, okay, this is going to be scary. And I don't know how this is going to go, but I know that I'm not happy right now and I have to make these changes and everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to. But if you're just going to sit in that comfort zone, you're going to continue to be unhappy. You know, you've, you've got to make some changes or do something, even if it's something small for me, it started just doing Pilates 15 minutes in my side room you know?
1: Well, it's, it's, it's the little things, Mm -hmm. you know, I I love this quote that I read somewhere and it was like, I don't know why we call it the little things when the little things are actually everything. And it's as simple as just the way we speak to ourselves. Like you keep saying that. And that to me is, that was one of the first things I implemented. And I will keep talking about this until I die because it truly sounds so simple, but ended up being one of the most life-changing things. It's really hard. I have to work on it every single day.
0: Yeah, it's... Me too. I definitely get in phases, um, you know, certain things happen or I start to doubt myself. And yeah, it all comes down to your thoughts and what's going on inside your head. Because I remember when I was in that dark place, I would walk into a room and I just had no confidence. And it was hard talking to people because... You just come off standoffish because you, I would walk into a room and be like, oh my gosh, no one likes me. Like everyone hates me. Like I'm not cool. I'm not pretty. And that comes off. Like people can sense that. So you
1: were, you were probably projecting, like, it sounds like you might've been feeling that way about yourself, right? Like you Mm -hmm. didn't like yourself in, in, in a way, like you hadn't developed that yet. So it's like when I started to like myself a little bit more all of the, all of the, all of my friendships, all of my relationships strengthened because the more that I got to know myself, the more I treated myself with kindness, then I was able to do that for other people. And people pick up on that. Of course they do. And oh, absolutely. I also think something that you said that I loved is you, it sounds like one of the things that you did to start to make changes was you actively took Inventory of all these different areas of your life, whether it was Mm -hmm. your friendships, your relationship, your job, your passions that you wanted to explore. You took inventory of what was working and what wasn't. And I think that's something that we can all always be doing. I always say this as well. It's like, don't be afraid to take constant inventory and make changes accordingly, right? And I think even you saying, like, you removed yourself from a situation with somebody who had been in your life for so long, that's a huge thing that I think we don't talk about enough where people often feel like whether it's in a friendship or a relationship, depending on how much time has been invested, they almost feel indebted or it's like, I have to keep fighting for this you Stay
0: because it's comfortable and, and leaving something that's uncomfortable or comfortable is very scary. Absolutely. I mean, it was very scary and it was, really really hard probably for you know a solid yeah. year or two honestly i feel like i'm just now healing feeling yep. good about where i'm at in life and you know it took it was scary it took a
1: lot of time well change is scary right but i think mm-hmm. you should be so proud of yourself for all the healing and all the work that you've done in the last years that like that's that's such a beautiful thing to say out loud you know it's like i feel the best that i've felt in so long like that's such a beautiful accomplishment and like it's also just worth reminding ourselves like it's an everyday thing. There's no destination. That's also one of the biggest things that I continue to learn is that the process is what's beautiful. Like it sounds so cliche, but it's true, right? Because we, there's no destination. Like every day is so different. We have a million different emotions every day, a million different things happening every day. So it's, there's never going to be this like destination that we just reach to and we're like, okay, done. Unless you want to do that. But I think it sounds like we're both on the same page with this, where it's like, we're always trying to grow and and heal things that, that have happened and that will continue to happen. And something else I wanted to ask you about before we get into dating, which I'm so excited about. So it's almost the new year, right? We're wrapping up this year soon. And I feel like this is kind of when we still have a bit of this new year, new me All this, I guess, noise around a new year. I think people can especially fall into this trap where they feel like just because it's a new year, they have to like completely change everything about themselves. Now I'm gonna get on this fitness journey. Now I'm gonna do this. Now I'm gonna do that. I'm not shading any of those things. If somebody wants to use the new year to improve their life in whatever way, I'm all for it. But what what advice would you give to somebody to just not get so overwhelmed with feeling like just because it's the end of the year or the beginning of a new year, they have to like change everything about themselves and and start to do all these things and always be improving where does that make sense like i just want to leave people with a little pep talk of like just because it's a new year doesn't mean you have to change everything about yourself basically
0: no if anything i think you should simplify your routine i am all about simple 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 like simple gym routine like if you want to become the fittest version of yourself next year like just commit to like a couple days a week or commit to like 10 minutes, like don't start crazy and drastic. You don't need to start this crazy fitness program and lift all these weights. Like just start with a walk, like start with something very chill, you know, simplify your diet. If you want to eat better, you know, pick a few vegetables that you really like, or maybe try one new recipe a week and see what you like. Um, I think that's what I'm going to take personally into the new year. It's just kind of, simplifying my life this last year has been kind of crazy and going full send (laughs) and everything (laughs) so I think I just kind of want to you know reconnect with my friends and build those friendships like I've been doing, which has been amazing. And just like staying home, spending time with my dog and just kind of like chilling out.
1: I love that. I also feel like I'm on this declutter. I'm in my decluttering era. And I mean that in every aspect, physically, Mm -hmm. emotionally, spiritually, in every single way. It's my favorite thing to do. I've been doing this new thing in the mornings where I'm I'm trying to expand on my morning routine a little bit because it's become, I've become so comfortable with it, which I love. And it's such a routine now that I've been, I've been getting through it really quickly and I do wake up kind of early. I mean, for me, I wake up at seven and by the time I'm done my morning routine, it's like 745 and then I'm ready to start working. And while I do that sometimes, I'm also trying to just like give myself a little more time in the mornings because I do work very long days and I'm trying to avoid getting so burnt out. And so one thing that I've added into my mornings that I love is, sounds so simple, but I'll be listening to a podcast, I'll put my AirPods on, and I'll find one corner of my apartment, like whether it's a drawer, uh, I can't say this word ever, a drawer or like a little cabinet or whatever it is, I'll find an area that I, that is a little messy or just unorganized or that I haven't looked at in a while, and I'll just sit and I'll clean it out, and, I'll, and I'm trying to do that every single day. And it makes me feel so Clean good. Clean
0: is so therapeutic for so me. Therapeutic. Oh my therapeutic. I love it. Me yeah. too.
1: I think it's also, I read this somewhere. I don't know if it's true or not, but especially if you have, if you deal with a lot of anxiety, things that keep your hands busy are very mm-hmm. helpful because it's like you're engaging in the senses, which is something that people always recommend when you're feeling really anxious is to tap into your five senses and so, yes, the like hand thing. Whenever I'm like doing something physic like with my hands, like I can't. It's almost like I don't have the capacity in my brain to like start overthinking things. I don't know how it works.
0: But- yes, no, the, I I am the exact same way. I am very ADHD, especially in the way that I just have obsessive thoughts and yeah. my mind never turns off. Like I have a million thoughts going through my mind at one time, and it is. Exhausting to say the least. I know. So I do love taking projects around my house, and I just recently got some new furniture, which has been really fun. I've taken on that little project staying home. I feel like I'm in like the nesting phase of my life when I don't have a boyfriend or a child. I do have a puppy. I love it. So maybe that's why. So that's <laughs> but, so funny You say that yeah. because
1: when I first got Ollie, I was leaving my. So I had just moved to Miami like a year ago before I when I got Ollie and. In that first year, I went fucking nuts here, as you can imagine. Oh yeah, I, I was, was
0: there for two weeks one time so I thought about moving there and it was all play and no work. And I was like it I was I, I went full I went ham.
1: <laughs> I was going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I was whoring it up. I was having so much well, fun. It's like
0: the lifestyle. I remember I was leaving the club one morning and I mean it was like I think it was like 8 a.m. And uh, there was like a marathon going on or like a race or something. And I'm like uh, getting my Uber on the sidewalk, like walking in the club.
1: No, I like, I can't even crazy. how many, the amount of times I left up this, actually the strip club. Um, It's so dark in there. It's called 11. <laughs> and I would walk out And it's literally day daylight outside, and I was like, I need Jesus, like I can't do this. But so, it was like a a moment. It was like a summer that we just went ham. We had just moved here, me and my best friend, and like we were going out like crazy. I had just got my boobs done. I was feeling like you know hot shit. I was being a little ho. I was having so much fun. And I reached a point where I was like starting to just feel a little, you know, depressed. I was like, I can't do this. I I cannot keep doing this. Mm -hmm. And then after I got Ollie, I entered the same nesting era. I was like, I want to be home with my dog. I don't want to do anything. I I want to be a health queen. Yes. Yeah. And it was the best thing. It was exactly what I needed. He calmed me down.
0: She really, she really calms me down and and has made me a lot more responsible.
1: (laughs) Yes. I mean, you have to, you're, you're basically taking care of like, Another little human, you know?
0: Yeah. And it's it's nice having her around. I definitely feel like she's my little emotional support. I I honestly, you know, I feel like she's my firstborn child. I'm
1: <laughs> that's how I feel about Ollie. He's not even here right now, but like, that's how I feel about him. This is my like.
0: daughter. Like this I is know. literally my daughter.
1: Like I would I would sooner stand in front of a bus than let something bad happen to my dog.
0: Oh my god, this is like uh, literally my firstborn child. Like my parents call her like their grandbaby. Like, oh, yeah. I think they know that I'm not getting married or having kids for a long time. And so they're like, well, this is the best we're going to get for now.
1: My <laughs> mom says the same dog. thing. She calls she Ali calls <laughs> her nieto, which is grandson in Spanish. <laughs> and that's what she tells everybody. Because it's, I mean, it's true, you know. Yeah. Before we get into dating, I want to just wrap up on Mill's method. And I want you to give us a little, like, what would you say to somebody who maybe feels intimidated by Pilates? Maybe they've never tried it. Maybe they've never... Maybe they're kind of the way we were, where we thought the only workout that mattered or that counted was one in a gym, in a boot camp, in a class, 45 minutes or or longer. You know, what would you say to somebody to encourage them to try a different kind of workout and almost like give them permission to like try a different kind of workout you know
0: yeah I think start with the quick workouts that's why I have 15 20 30 minute workouts on there pair them with the walk and just see how you feel give Pilates two weeks try it for two weeks and just see how you feel I'm not saying it's gonna change your life, but it's it it probably will.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying it's gonna change your life, but I'm also not
0: not saying that. Yeah. It's I there's just there's it's amazing to take a second and take a break from the high intensity and Especially with these girls that are living in bigger cities, they're working the nine to fives, they're going to the work happy hours, they're waking up at 5am to go to these classes, like you're constantly on this high all the totally. time, and you're never coming down. And so just taking 15, 20, 30 minutes of the day for yourself, not to look good in a bikini or not because you feel like shit about yourself, but solely for the reason of just being kind to yourself and just to slow down, like not every workout has To be super intense, I think you're really going to love the way your mind and body feel. Also, I think that we are in just such a go 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 state of mind all the time that we never slow down and we forgot how to do that. Like, this is why I still live in the South because everyone's so slow here. Like people walk like they have nowhere to go. Yeah. They have these long lunches. Like <laughs> half the people in my building, I don't even think they have a job. Like I don't <laughs> even know. Like it's a totally different way of living here. Yeah. And so I love, you know, like bopping around, going to see m- my friends in the city or I'll go up there and do a little bit of work. But when I come back, oh my god, I'm so exhausted. And so I think people who are constantly living in that environment They don't realize how high stress their body and their mind is all of the time. So just taking even 30 minutes to slow down is just so good for your body, especially in the long run. And a lot of my girls who love lifting heavy, which is amazing if you love to do that, but you also have to think long-term and how tight your body is and your hips, your hamstrings, your back, especially if you're doing that and then sitting all day. Pilates is amazing for longevity. So even if you add it in there once or twice a week, get in a good stretch. It's just good for you in the long term.
1: Also, I just want to say your classes are, I think also when people think of Pilates, I think people have like this preconceived notion in their minds of, Mm -hmm. you know, it's either on the reformer or it's, you're, you're just laying on a mat and it's like a 60 minute super slow. It's like Amelia's workouts are not like that. You can Mm -hmm. find whatever you're looking for, which I love. Like there's something for anybody and whatever they're trying to, whatever they can fit in, however long they feel like working out, whatever kind of workout they want. But it's a very dynamic workout where you don't have time to think about like, you do have time to think, obviously, but I mean, like, if it goes by so quickly because oh, we're it's, moving,
0: we are in and we are out.
1: <laughs> it's slow and intentional, but there's a dynamic to it, is what I'm trying to say. So it's not your. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it's not like your typical Pilates class that is like 60 minutes and it's super slow and you have the big ball. It's like what people, everybody imagines in their in their head. You know what I mean? Yes.
0: That's what I used to think it was too.
1: I love how you said we have forgotten how to slow down because I cannot agree more. As somebody who lives off of stress, mm-hmm. like I, I, it's almost like I like it, like you know, which is a bad thing. That's not a good thing. It's like, it's not that I like to be stressed. I like to be busy. I like to stay stay busy. I like to always be doing something. I don't even enjoy slowing down, yep. but. I'm trying to find little pockets in my day where I can slow down. So I guess for me, it's like my mornings, my workout, things like that. Right. But I think we definitely have forgotten how important that is mm-hmm. and how absolutely it does make a difference. It, even if it's 20 minutes, like, I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned is even if you have 20 minutes absolutely. to move your body and to be kind to your body, that matters Just because it's not an hour doesn't mean it Mm -hmm. doesn't count.
0: It all adds up. And the way that I program my classes, like you really only need 20 or 30 minutes, especially if it's a cardio Pilates class. Like I, I have classes that are very low impact and amazing for when you have no energy and you just need to refocus, get on your mat, get centered. But then I also have my Hit Pilates classes or my Hit School. Those are classes. my favorites. Yes, that really get those feel-good endorphins up because I don't want to do just low impact every day, but I yeah. also don't think it's good to do HIT every single day. So that's why I have such a variety on the website and why I do my monthly calendars and I give such a variety of workouts because I feel like it's good to mix it up and do something a little bit different every single day. It just makes it fun and you actually enjoy moving your body, you know?
1: It makes me so happy to see somebody doing something they love. You know, like you can just tell that you love what you do, and I feel like that's such a beautiful thing and I it's something that I wish for everybody because it just it just shows. And I and I and I know people can pick up pick up off that. I can't speak today. And it also comes through in your classes. Like it, it your energy comes through, which I think is like a really special thing.
0: I love it so much. Like there's honestly nothing else in the world I would rather be doing. And I think it's amazing to be kind of in a funk and then I get on my mat and I start teaching and then I'm like, "Okay, this is it." Like it yep. centers me. It brings me back. I just Moving your body is just such an amazing thing. And you don't have to be super athletic or super strong or have done a million exercise classes to move your body. There's no prerequisites. You just get on your mat and you move and you feel good. And whenever I get in a funk or kind of a depressive state or I have anxiety and I feel disconnected to myself, I come back to my workouts and it brings me back each and every time because I don't want people to think that all fitness instructors are just this epitome of health and they're perfect and all the time and they've just reached this level of nirvana where they're never sad or upset. That's not the case. You're
1: human at all.
0: I definitely have weeks where I don't feel like working out or I lose my appetite because I'm anxious. And what brings me back every single time is going to the gym and moving my body for myself and to feel good.
1: I love that. Okay. We're going to talk about something that's a little not as peaceful, which is dating, so tell the class, "Are you single? Are you in a relationship? It's complicated what are we What are we vibing with right now?
0: I'm very single right now. I have been off and on with the same guy for the last like year and a half, and that ended very abruptly. I was kind of like blindsided. I didn't really see it coming. I thought things were going well, and we were kind of finally working things out and getting on the same page and
1: is this a long distance man? Um,
0: yes, but then we actually ended up living in the same city again. And so I was like, okay, this is great. Like, it's, you know, we're vibing. We're working it out. Like, this is awesome. And then he was just like, no. <laughs> he, and uh, which really sucked because I felt like I had put so much time into bettering myself, becoming a good person, and everything else in my life, you know, is... I, going according to plan. And, um, you know, business is going well, I feel like I'm in a good place with my family and friends. And I'm just in a place where I really do want to be in a healthy relationship. And um, so that just sucked to get to that place. And then someone just being like, Nope, that's not good enough. I don't want this. And It definitely sucked. And I feel like I'm still kind of like getting my confidence back. So I haven't really been on many dates. I don't like dating that much. I don't like first dates. I don't like going on the apps and like meeting up with people I don't know. Like I am just super stiff. Like I don't, I, I don't like small talk. I, I don't know how I'm going to meet someone.
1: <laughs> I mean, the way they used to meet people, which is out in the wild or
0: yeah, through
1: somebody or, you know.
0: Yeah. I feel like I just haven't like clicked with the person. I just haven't found my person yet. Um, which maybe I haven't been ready.
1: When you were dating this guy in your head, were you like, this is my guy?
0: I don't think so.
1: Or, or did a part of you know, like, you know what? I don't think this is my forever kind of thing, but I'm enjoying this.
0: When I met him, um, I had just started dating again after I got out of, like, a four-year relationship. So You're I, a relationship kind of bitch. I I am very loyal. I like one person. It stresses me out to talk to more than one. Like, I just can't. Like, I wish I could because I feel like maybe I wouldn't be so sad when <laughs> when, when relationships ended. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be so dramatic. Um,
1: but when- no, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I have a full roster right now and I still get <laughs> sad. <after all. laughs>
0: I need to hang, I need to come to Miami and hang out with you,
1: but well, it's like that. I So actually there's newly, uh, two new additions to the roster and they're in my same city which is very appalling for me because I, I have a I can't I, I believe within people in my city I just don't find them here. Well me either. My whole <laughs> the whole theme of my life for the last 2 years has been um people that don't live here. I'm like same. Jesus, why do you keep sending me men that don't live in my city? I don't understand.
0: It's it's literally the same thing with me. I don't understand it either, but I also think I wasn't ready for a relationship at all when I met him. Like I was definitely getting out there dating and I was like, I am not settling down with this guy. Like he's younger than me. It was the first time I dated a guy that was younger than me. And I was like, like, he's not even from here. Like he's only living here for a few months. Like this is going to go nowhere. And then he definitely stuck around for that whole phase of mine (laughs) and we ended up getting a little more serious and then he decided to move back. And I was like, all right, then, you know, I'll give this long distance thing a shot, but it was definitely tough. The communication skills just were not there. And I think I learned about a lot about myself and I really should have just been single during that time and focusing on me because I was just not at a place where I would have been a good partner. I was just putting so much energy into my work and there was just no balance there. Whereas now I'm like, okay, I have more time and energy and I would like to be in a healthy relationship with someone. Um, but,
1: but I think it's important that you still, because I think when we date people, we get to know ourselves tenfold you know Mm -hmm. like you get to know the person but also so much about yourself I feel like I'm learning so much about myself oh absolutely there's so I think it's I think it's still worthwhile that that happened right and that you got to even just see like well I didn't like this I didn't like that I think knowing what we don't like and and moments where we are like maybe I wouldn't do it this way again I think that's still important I feel like I'm navigating very new territory right now because I've never dated somebody in my own city Ever in my life, ever. I'm also not a relationship girl, so, and that doesn't mean that I don't want one. I don't mean to sound like a whore, but I'm. That's a strong word. I don't mean to sound like a little hoe, but it's just that
0: it's a lot of work. Relationships are a lot.
1: Well, of I just work.
0: and it requires work
1: on both. Totally. Sides. It's it's you know Yeah, that? and I just feel like it in my 20s. It, it so far just it hasn't happened, and I also just went through. I feel like a broken record saying this, but I. Was in no place to date people like in my twenties. Really, I, I feel like until now I feel good about it, but I there was so much healing I had to do with myself and my relationship with myself oh my was fucking a disaster. So I I knew like I was like I can't date someone. I don't I don't like myself. There's no well, way. Well, I feel
0: like the guys that I've dated like I didn't even really like them that much. <laughs> like I like I look back and I'm like, what? Like I literally did not even really like them. Like how I've do you never- do? That? I'm
1: so. If I'm not obsessed with you, I won't even fucking answer. Like I just thought, like,
0: oh, I was just living my life according to how I thought I was supposed to. Like, I was like, oh, I'm 25. Like, I need to move in with someone. I need to be engaged. Like, I need to do this. And it was kind of just like a timeline thing. And I always dated guys trying to get them to like me. And I never dated to see if I liked them. And I'm thinking about it and I'm like, he wasn't even funny. Like I was making all the jokes. Like he wasn't even like a You were like a, that he wasn't shit on your nice. back. Like what what he wasn't nice he wasn't funny he would like what were you bringing to the table (laughs) well I
1: think that's such a real thing that you just said and I think so many of us can identify with that I certainly can where it's like the focus was I hope he likes me I hope he likes me I hope he thinks I'm pretty I hope you know going into a first date my focus was I hope he thinks I'm pretty I hope he thinks I'm smart I hope he likes my body I hope he like you know I hope he tells his friends that I it's like bitch what what how about is he worth my time are you gonna worship me like the goddess I am or not you know, yeah,
0: I feel like I was just very insecure in relationships, Same. and I've never now i I still have to work on my confidence every single day, especially now I'm trying to get that back Me too, um, yeah. but I feel like when I was dating with no confidence or really sense of self-worth I just ended up with guys who like I didn't really even like that much so dating now I feel like is going to be very different for me going forward like now I kind of know what I want and the bar is high
1: the bar is really high now yeah
0: and if I don't like you like I'd rather come home and hang out with my dog no totally like, I'd, I'd rather be alone
1: better. than be with some loser but also it's <sighs> the more you like yourself the more you respect yourself Mm-hmm the more that's what you expect from other people. Cause if you treat yourself a certain way, what makes you think you're going to accept something lower from someone else? Right. So I think that was such a, also a theme in my twenties where it's like, I didn't respect myself. I wasn't treating myself kindly and my my sense of self was broken. Therefore it was like, I would, I would accept the bare minimum or I would accept like crumbs. And Mm -hmm. then when you actually have a sense of who you are and you, work on truly building that trust with yourself and that, like, love within yourself, Yep. then it's like, well, I, I treat myself like a queen. What the fuck do you think I'm going to accept anything less from somebody else, you know? And like those you-
0: things become, like, a turnoff. Like, okay, like, I ask you how your day is, and you can't even take 30 seconds to text back. Like, I'm just not even interested. Like, I'm not – I. it's just not interesting to me. Once again, I'd rather be hanging out with my dog or put my energy somewhere else.
1: <laughs> I think that's why it's so important to really become your own friend and know the things that you deserve or else I feel like you're in a predicament where – you're so much more likely to negotiate those things and to accept less and to say, okay, you know, he's not funny, but like, whatever. It's like, no, if that's something important to you, then you fucking deserve somebody who's going to make you laugh, you know? Yeah. Like,
0: And I would really lose myself in those relationships too. And like just even um, a couple of relationships ago, when I started my business, that boyfriend at the time told me like, your Pilates stuff is embarrassing. You're never going to launch a business. You're never going to launch an app you'll never do this. You guys and can't see my face, but
1: it's, I'm like, my jaw's on the floor right now. Basically told me I
0: was a joke,
1: and I was just like... I'm going to need his address. I just want to talk.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what he's up to now, but... Um, you should
1: send him yeah, an email of like, just, hey, link to a seven-day free trial, <laughs> you know?
0: I broke up with him and then launched my LLC, so...
1: Fuck you. <laughs> Good. Um, okay. You're healing right now. A little heartbroken maybe, right?
0: Yeah. So a little sad. I definitely feel like after a breakup, the, I've never, all of my breakups in the past, like I've already been on my way out. Like I knew they were ending this one. I feel like I just hyped up so much and I just put a lot of energy into trying to make it work. And so it was really sad after, and I feel like you just have to let yourself be sad for a minute. Like, it's okay to not have a good day. Like, I put a lot of pressure on myself to like, okay, I have to wake up at this time. I have to get all these things done. Like, I'm not allowed to cry over this. But I was just like, I think I needed a a few days in bed where I didn't do anything. And I just laid in bed with my dog and I was just sad. And then I was able to kind of recollect. And I was like, all right,
1: we're going to get back out there. When you say you're building back your confidence, what do you mean... Like, where do you think, what about the situation made you lose a bit of it? I
0: think I just internalize a lot, like him ending things with me. I think I automatically turned it on myself and I was like, okay, am I not smart enough? Am I not pretty enough? Am I not hot enough? Like, what do I need that I don't have? And it could just be that that person's in a different phase of their life maybe they have some stuff they need to work through. Like, either way, we're just not on the same page. And it might not even be a personal thing, or like, I'm just not their cup of tea. And um, and that's just that. So you have to constantly work on that self-talk. And whenever I start to think those things, I literally have to say out loud, like, no, you are smart. Like, you are pretty. Like, You wouldn't have accomplished these things if you were stupid, like, stop. (laughs) You kind of have to give yourself a pep talk. And even talking to my therapist, too, he is a lot of his reasoning is based in logic. And so he brings up all these studies all the time. And so saying these things out loud to yourself or writing them actually makes your brain believe them more. So you can constantly just have these conversations in your head and just be like, yeah, like, whatever, like, I'm pretty, but no, like, say it out loud, like be driving in the car and be like, no, I'm beautiful. I'm smart. Like, I know good things are going to happen to me and come to me when I'm ready, like it better things are on their way.
1: We forget that our brains are malleable, which is a beautiful thing. Which means we can rewire certain patterns and certain thought patterns. That's so much of what I did in therapy was literally Tapping into the neuroplasticity and changing the fucking negative patterns that would always be engaging in my mind. And so that's why self-talk is so important because... The things you're saying out loud, the things that you're writing, the things that you're journaling, the things that you're affirming out loud, you're hearing that more than everybody, anybody else in the world. You're talking to yourself more than you talk to anybody else. And I don't care how woo-woo it sounds. Like your body can hear that. Like your mind Mm -hmm. can hear that.
0: And if you keep saying those negative things to yourself, even just like if you mess up or like you spill something and you're like, Oh my God, I'm such a dumbass. Like, I don't say stuff like that anymore because when you keep saying it, even if you think you're like, I know, kind of joking around, you start to believe it. And we can't have that.
1: We can't have that. <laughs> what would you say to somebody who is also healing right now?
0: I think just take it day by day. And like I said, it's okay if you have a bad day. And the thing about humans is we're very resilient. And I think that's a great skill to have in business in life and relationships. Like I know I might be down a little bit right now, but in all the times that I've been down bad, I always come back and I'm better, stronger, wiser. And it's just, you're resilient. Like you're going to get back up and everything's going to be okay. But you know, it just, you got to accept it's it might not be a good time right now. <laughs> I don't like to fake it and just be so like, much. Oh, I'm so happy no, because totally. like, you're going to have hard times in your life. But like I said, resilience is a skill and everyone possesses it and you can come back better than you were before.
1: I love that so much. What's a dating rule that you follow and what's a dating, what's one that you don't buy into?
0: Mm a dating rule that i follow
1: you know how there's all these rules that are on tiktok and how we're just like everybody talks about this shit right now on online and it's interesting and there's a lot that i understand and appreciate but i feel like the reason why i want to bring this up is because I was telling my friend Kristen that maybe because of what I do and how I consume all this content and I listen to a lot of these episodes and I follow a lot of these people and they talk a lot about dating and relationships and they bring up a lot of, you know, maybe not, it's not necessarily rule, but it's like, you should do this or don't do this. Or if he does this, then it means that if she does this, then it means this. It's like, I have so much information in my brain about this where I find myself not even being able to sometimes feel what I think. Because I'm like, oh, automatically he did this, which means this. And it's like, I feel like I'm totally eliminating my own cognitive ability to make a discernment about a situation when it comes to dating. And so I'm, I'm I'm really trying to like... That's what I mean by I'm navigating new territory in many ways. And one of them is this, where I'm trying to take a step out of this fucking bubble and be like, okay, well, n- not everything is so black or white. You know, like the whole if he wanted to, he would bullshit. I don't believe that anymore. You know, you know why? Because things are not that simple. And there's a lot of things that I want to fucking do that I don't do. So how does that make sense? And also it's, it it completely eliminates all the variables that can happen in somebody's day and somebody's life that can be happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's just more complicated than that.
0: Yeah. Everyone's history is so different. Like it's very interesting my psychiatrist. I wish. I wish I could like have him on a podcast or video or something because he's so interesting. But a lot of dating and the way that we date has to do with our childhood and the relationships that we saw growing up and so I just think all relationship advice has to be taken with a grain of salt because I don't know what you've been through like we all have our weird quirks and things like that for me I don't like hooking up with someone right away like if I like them then I see like a, a future with them and I'm like okay I want to get to know them I don't like hooking up with them because that's very mental for me like that's a yeah, make out, I don't, I don't, I, I feel like that's how you can tell there's, like, chemistry. But, yeah, hooking up with someone right away, I just feel like it, I have to get to know someone. And I'm very picky about who I let into my life. Like, even my friends, like, they've been there for a very long time. I'm And I'm a very loyal person. So, if I let you in, like, I've got your back. Like, I'm, I'm here. Uh, but it definitely takes me a while to, like, trust someone and let them in. So, I feel like that's a rule of mine. And
1: I... You'll know if I like someone because I won't sleep with them <laughs> for like a while. Yes, I'm the,
0: Yeah, that's the same
1: way. That's because I want to feel comfortable. It, it really is like a, a, not a body thing, but it's like, I feel like that's the most vulnerable fucking state you can be in and... I, I mean, I think sex is so fun and it doesn't always have to be that serious if you don't want it to be, you know, whatever. But I think if I truly, truly like someone, like I have to be so comfortable because then I know I'll feel safe. And if I feel safe, everything will be better for everybody involved. You know what I'm saying? And also because the feelings after sex are very different for a man for and for a woman and I don't want to make myself any more anxious than I already am. And I don't want to trigger my nervous system any more than I already do on a daily basis. So I think waiting for like emotional safety is kind of like what I like to do, you know?
0: And a lot of like my attraction doesn't come from looks. Like, I mean, I definitely, I like good looking guys, but a lot of my attraction.
1: What's your type? Do you have a type? Uh,
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah. they're all they do all of my boyfriends have all looked the same like really some of them I guess haven't been tall in the past but now like tall always like brown hair brown eyes big eyebrows big lips like (laughs) they all look the same I love it
1: I love it mine is I don't I I also hear you when you say that that's not the first thing that gets you attracted like obviously it gets you attracted but what keeps you there? it's so it's so it's so many other things
0: and i don't love a guy that just agrees with like everything that i say or just goes along like i don't want a yes guy around like i like a guy who's going to challenge the way i think and open me up to new ideas or you know pause and make me think about something i don't want a guy that just agrees with everything everyone has to say
1: i i hear you on that and even just with friends as well like i want you to I it's a. I like disagreeing with people cuz I get to learn more that way. If we're always if we're always thinking the same way and agreeing on absolutely everything and have the same perspectives on perspectives on everything, I find that a little And then I
0: feel like the guy is just telling me what I want to hear to like get what he wants and like I'm a Scorpio, I see right through that. <laughs> 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 okay i know we have to
1: wrap up i wish we had like a drink even though i'm fucking brutally hungover today but i wish we I had know. a little like happy okay, hour drink i
0: have to come to miami and you have to i know come to it's still on my list like,
1: we were planning a trip to chicago i know we can still go to chicago but now we'll freeze maybe we'll wait a little bit so cool. yeah maybe we'll yeah. wait a little bit um okay i want to wrap up with one lesson from 2022 can be about anything, one lesson that sticks out to you. And one thing that you want to bring into, I know you said simplicity, but maybe one more thing that you want to carry into 2023.
0: This year, I, especially with dating, friendships, everything, I don't want to keep letting people in my life where I feel like I'm giving 80 and they're giving 20. I really want to have that 50-50 type of relationship with everyone in my life and reciprocity. Yes. Yeah. And then next year I really want to, I love being outside in nature. I love slowing down. I love chilling out. And so I just want to bring more of that into my life. I don't want to feel the pressure of having to be on the go all the time because I don't like being on the go all the time. And so leaning more into that and just doing more of what makes me happy. I think is important.
1: I love that so much. Okay where can people find you? Where can people find Mills? Everything will be linked, but give us a little.
0: Yes. My personal Instagram is Amelia Coggin, TikTok, all that stuff. And then my business Instagram is Mills Method 1L. And you can find my workouts on MillsMethod.com or on the app store. If you search Mills Method, you can download it and try the seven day free trial. Amazing. Everything will be linked.
1: Thank you so much. I love this. And I can't wait for our trip wherever we end up going. It's going to be so fun. Thank
0: you so much for having me. Of
1: course.